Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Radio Entrepreneurs. My name again is Jeffrey Davis. I'm the host of Radio Entrepreneurs. I'm also CEO and founder of Mage LLC, a management consulting firm in the Boston area. And I think anyone who's listened to the show over the last eight years or longer knows that every week I like to check in with Mark Furman, director, shareholder at Tarlow, Reed and Rogers for our segment, Entrepreneurship and the Law. Welcome back, Mark. Hey, Jeffrey. Great to see you. Thank you, Mark. Uh, always something going on, Mark. I never have to worry about contacting you about what's going on with the law and business. It's, you know, every day I'm reading things and I'm trying to understand how it's going to affect the economy in terms of the law. Well, I mean, I was thinking about, uh, Jeffrey, um, you know, things that I've seen in my, uh, decades of practice. I know it's hard to believe I've been a lawyer that long, uh, but, um, you know, when I was thinking about entrepreneurs and business owners who are, you know, what they do and how many decisions they make every day and what it takes to be successful. Um, but I, one of the things I've seen is that um, nobody does it alone. It takes a team and everybody needs a support system. And I think uh, in the heat of battle, which is uh, working in the business every day, uh, making all the decisions you have to make, I think it's easy to lose sight of the fact that people need support. They need it personally. They need it in business. So um, successful business owners that I've seen have had a, uh, a support system, people that they, uh, that they trust, that they respect, and they want to hear their ideas and what they're uh, to make sure that the company isn't uh, – is making good choices because nobody makes the best choice a hundred percent of the time, even the most successful business owners. So when I think of, you know, the trusted advisors, the company need to uh, and should rely on, you know, we, let's start with what you do, Jeffrey, you know, being a, a business consultant, it's um, it's, talking uh truth as you see it to the business owner in a way that may be hard for employees to uh communicate to the uh to the owner you know it's as an employee sometimes people hear uh say what they think the boss wants to hear as opposed to what the boss needs to hear and uh, professionals who just tell it like it is and say, you know, these are the issues that you have to deal with. And the way we're dealing with this particular subject isn't the best way. Um, risk analysis, you know, insurance advisors, it's not Insurance is not an expense. Yes, it costs money, 
but it's a protection for the things that are most valuable for the the life, the company, and its uh, ability to live in the event of an unforeseen catastrophe. But who does an analysis of where the gaps are in coverage? Well, it takes someone with expertise in insurance to do it. And, uh, you know, I always say that the uh, costs of litigation can be worse than the downside scenario if you lose a case. Not always, but many times the costs are very expensive to defend a lawsuit and and um, with uh, electronic, the existence of electronic emails and texts. And uh, there's just so much paper, it's so expensive uh, to litigate. So it's really nice when an insurance company is paying for the cost of, of defending a case. I think accountants, their responsibility is to look, analyze the numbers uh, as, a, as is a CFO um, and give you the scoop. You know, I, I remember an economic expert saying, um, saying uh, during testimony, financial statements sing to me. In other words, they look at it not as a bunch of numbers, but as telling the story of the of the fin- real financial condition of the company. That's so valuable for an owner to know. And you know, selfishly, I like to think that lawyers uh, have a role in telling in telling business owners what they need to hear, and not necessarily what they. Uh, wish they were hearing. So those core advisors, I, I mean, I'm also a fan of boards of advisors um, who are invested in the company. But I think those uh, core types of skills where people bring uh, experiences from dealing with hundreds of companies and uh, learning from those experiences is a valuable thing for a business owner to hear. So that's what I was thinking about today. Well, you know, Mark, I think you've brought up uh, an extraordinarily important topic and one all professionals uh, grapple with or grope with. And that is, you know, and I'll just start, I'll roll it back. I know when I was a kid, you know, I was around a lot of family businesses. I grew up in a family business. My father had an attorney and uh, he had a type of relationship with the attorney as a friend and an advisor, which was not unusual in those days. He saw his accountant once a year <laughs> and the accountant was not as involved in the business as they are today. Uh, consultants really weren't someone you really worked with actively. Insurance was basically a life insurance policy, but the world has changed. It is much more complicated. I know when I started as a consultant, I worked independently with the people I worked with inside of family and business organizations. And today I'm all, almost entirely always involved in a multidisciplinary team. And that comes out of the field of social sciences 
where hospitals now and psychological hospitals and, and also, you know, real hospitals, they always work in multidisciplinary teams because organizations are always about people. People are complicated. We don't know what we don't know. And it takes a lot of expertise to make sure that you're making good decisions. So I agree with you. I think it's really important. Business is not as easy as some people want to make it out to be. And it's easy to make a mistake. And it's hard to have a crystal ball into the future. So I think you're right. Uh, I know for me personally, even as an advisor, I feel much more secure when I'm in a team, when I'm working with an attorney or an accountant or an insurance person or whomever, that I can throw ideas off of, ask them what their perception is, what they're thinking, and go through sort of my thought process on how I would work a company into a next stage. So I think you're right. And I think owners need to understand that this is not an expense. And I'm just going back to support you. It's it's a fixed cost has to be budgeted every year. And that is one of intellectual expertise that you need to run the business. So I agree with you. And I'll, I'll take it another step because I, you know, I was talking about a, a single an ent- a company that's owned by an individual. Now, when you're when you have partners uh, who may have different views, different expertise, different life experiences, um, I think it becomes more important because there's uh, you want to get the ownership on the same on the same page in major uh, decisions. So, um, so I. You know, I know that you have a lot of experience dealing with uh, companies that are owned by a number of people. Sometimes it's uh, involving succession issues, and sometimes it's just different co-owners. And the process of life and the process of uh, the life cycle of a business can lead to differences of opinion. And uh, frankly, in my practice, sometimes it's led to um, very uh, difficult, protracted and expensive litigation too, um, when co-owners don't get along. And so I I do think that, um, you know, what, I know you've seen those cases. I know you've worked through conflict among family members and non-family members. I've dealt with those situations many times myself from the legal perspective. But um, so I'd say that adds another level of complexity. And there, uh, what I'll call the um, uh, partnership kind of issues, disagreements. I think, you know, my experience, maybe the accountants have less of a role to play, um, but um, other professionals and insurance people do uh, also have a little less of a role, but other professionals like yours uh, or lawyers, I think do have a role in trying to see if conflict can be uh, turned down, the heat can be turned down for the benefit of the company. Because it's really sad when um, 
a number of people get together, have an idea, create something, create value, make the company successful, and then when conflict among the owners destroys the business. And that's, that's really a sad state of affairs. You know, I think you've really touched uh, the nuclear button when you bring up the word conflict, and I don't know if we can cover it all today, but you'll always meet people who use conflict to win, and you'll meet people who love to avoid conflict. Uh, when you have a family, there, you, you know, sometimes you can get a split in style for conflict. Sometimes you get a uniform style. Neither, both present problems. When you're dealing with professional relationships of partners, you can deal with 10, 12, 13 different styles of how people handle conflict and managing through to the right solution and not letting the conflict style win versus the right decision is always difficult for people. So I think you bring up a good subject. Uh, Mark, if someone wants to understand how to navigate their business more successfully through conflict, how would they find you? I can be uh, most easily reached by email at mfurman, F U R. M-A-N at T-B-H-R dash law, L-A-W dot com. Great. And just remind everybody that Mark Furman and our segment Entrepreneurship and the Law can be found every week on Radio Entrepreneurs. So we'll be back next week with more stories from Mark Furman.